Hello and welcome once again to the Yellow Jacket Experience. I'm Seth Dusalt, the voice of the Yellow Jackets, your host. And joining me today is women's tennis senior Jordan Isaac. Jordan, thanks for coming on the show today. Really glad to have you. Thank you so much for having me. So you were born in Scotland and you've lived most of your life in South Africa. Uh, I think you're probably the only student athlete we have right now from South Africa. Uh, what was it like growing up there? Um, how did you get into tennis and just kind of uh, give us a little bit, I guess, about being from South Africa? Yeah, so I think I am the only one from South Africa as far as I know right now. Um, it's super hot there, so it was a big, big difference. And I came in the spring as well, so that was like, I really dived right into like New England weather. Um, <laughs> but beautiful country to grow up in. You know, I was very lucky to like tennis is, you know, all year round there because it can be because the weather is so good. Um, yeah, I really got into tennis. My dad was a professional rugby player for Scotland. So, you know, sports is a big thing in my family. So I think my mom wanted like to eat um, strawberries and drink champagne at Wimbledon one day. So I think that's like <laughs> where it all started. But yeah, so that's really how I got into tennis. Is it your father, you said your father was a professional rugby player too. Um, what's it like having a family member being a pro athlete? Um, you know, he's very supportive and he never pushed um, my brother or I into sports. I mean, he was always supportive of us going into it. Um, you know, he, I was never pushed to play rugby, neither was my brother. But, um, you know, I think he was happy that at least one of the kids like went into like, like collegiate like level, you know, somewhat higher than just like playing in high school. But yeah, no, he, you know, it's very intense knowing that that's like the level to live up to, but he's very supportive. So. So how did you get into tennis? It's uh, about as far off from rugby as I can think of as far as a sport. What, uh, what drew you to playing tennis? Um, so I have a twin brother. So I think like automatically, you know, you're like, I have a doubles partner for life. So I think like that was my mom was like, oh, you know, they can play together. Like, they, you know, they can, you know, they can connect, I guess, in a different way. And I really, really love the sport. I, you know, I played since I was six. So we played together and I kind of just stuck with it and continued playing throughout like middle school and then high school. And then obviously I went to like college, my brother kind of switched off and he went into like squash and then down the rugby path. But, you know, it was really just because like, I knew it was a sport I could play all year. It was, it's very popular over there and it's, it's you know, you're outside all the time. So it was just a, an easy choice, I guess. So how do you end up at AIC? I mean, Johannesburg to Springfield, I, I checked on MapQuest. You're looking at just short of 13,000 kilometers. That's 8,000 miles for the Americans who are watching this. Um, how do you end up coming to a school so far away from where you're from? Um, you know, I had like looked around. I, I, I had come over on a gap year to the States um, and I walked in Connecticut at a summer camp and you know, I, I really liked Connecticut. I obviously only experienced the summer, so I had no idea coming in, like, what the weather is going to be like, you know, and I, I wanted a smaller school, you know, I was, you know, coming so far, you kind of look for, like, that place that you can, like, kind of feels like home, more of, like, just, like, you're a big number in a big place, you know, and I applied to a lot of different schools, and I spoke to some coaches, and, you know, I just, like, when I, like, looked, came to AIC, and I, like, visited it and looked at it, you know, I was just, like, this is, like, a small school, like small classroom. I, you know, I don't just feel like a number. I feel like a person. Like, it's very intimate. And yeah, I just like it was just an easy choice once I got in. So, how much does it help that you're not the only person experiencing on your team even 
being far from home. And you have, or at least have had teammates from Spain, from Ecuador, you know, from Serbia. So they're going through kind of the same thing as you. Is there some sort of bonding that happens between the international student athletes that are on a team that helps you get through it? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, like they can relate to you the most, you know, and I think like, that's like a really beautiful thing. And especially now where it's like a lot of us, you know, aren't able to go home or haven't been able to go home. You know, I think like a lot of us have bonded together and even with like our American teammates, you know, like I have um, my best friend who's like, they took me in when, you know, Corona happened and everything. So, you know, I think like as a team, like being an international is already difficult. So you connect on a different level of like understanding, like, you know, you don't always have that family support but them becoming your family at school, just I think like that makes it so much better. And I think at least like how the tennis team works, we're so much closer because of that. Speaking of of people experiencing new things, um, Tanner DeVarnas, the head coach, has had one full season. And now obviously with with the coronavirus, the second season hasn't happened yet. Um, But what have you learned from him as far as – on the court and how has he kind of tried to develop uh, the tennis program into something, something better? Um, yeah, Tanner, he's amazing. P- probably one of the best coaches I've ever had, honestly. Um, you know, he's all about like building from the bottom up. You know, he realizes like we need a solid foundation and he reiterates all the time that we're that foundation and we're the, you know, the building blocks to get to where we want to be, you know, and he emphasizes on and off the court, you know, he understands that we're the student first, so he, you know, he like pushes us both academically and athletically. So I think like the biggest thing with him, you know, he's like, he wants us to be all rounders. He doesn't just want us to be an amazing athlete. He wants us to be an amazing student athlete. And I think like, that's one of the best things um, on the court. I've learned so much from him. Um, you know, he's really developed me as a player. You know, I know we were really looking forward to the full semester because I think from last year to this year, he's um, pushed the whole team to a different level. So. Um, he's really young relative to uh, most college head coaches. Do you think that that's a benefit, though, in, in having a, a younger coach, maybe more relatable, understands what you guys are going through a little bit better? Um, you know, he, I think, you know, he understands best. He was a student athlete himself. Like, he knows the pressure that we're under. And I think that it definitely makes him more relatable. I mean, I'm not sure the age really plays a part in it, but I think just him being a student athlete you know, and going through college and playing, you know, I think that really, like, he understands everything that we go through. And I think that makes it more relatable than, you know, him being a little bit younger than some of our other coaches. But, yeah. That makes sense. So, so you're a sports and recreation management major, because we've brought up academics. So you're minoring in marketing. What do you see yourself doing with that degree? What kind of career goals do you have for yourself? Yeah, so I love working with kids. um, And obviously, I love sports. So, you know, a big thing for me was either going into like summer camps or um, doing like an athletic director at like a high school level. I love like working with kids. So like, I think that's kind of like the route I would go down versus like going into collegiate athletics. And you're, you're a senior. So you've had plenty of experiences with a lot of courses, a lot of professors here at AIC. Do you have any particular course or a professor that stands out to you as somebody that you really enjoyed or you really felt like you learned a lot from? I mean, there's so many. Like, it's, that's a really difficult question. But um, Clayton Hillier, um, marketing professor, amazing. You know, probably some of the classes I've learned the most in. You know, he inspired me to take um, marketing as my minor. 
you know, and he's just such a nice person. I, I mean, all the professors are amazing, but, you know, he really like tries to get to know each student. I remember last year during Thanksgiving, he invited all the student athletes who were going to be stuck on campus, you know, over the holidays to come to his house. This was obviously pre-corona last year, you know, so I think he just like really cares about his students. So that like is also a huge part of it. You do a lot of things in addition to being a student and an athlete. You know, we can see you're in the student government office right now. Um, you're the publicity coordinator for the Student Government Association. How did you get into that position and what do you, what do, you do for them? Um, yeah, so I just feel like, you know, ASU, it's a small school, you know, you really have to be engaged. Um, so I really wanted to push, you know, I felt like my first year I wasn't involved enough, so I really pushed to like, be as involved and engaged as, as much as possible, you know? So I was like, you know, student government is a big, they make a lot of decisions on behalf of like the students. So I, you know, you can, anyone can run. So it was, I was like, you know what, I'll do this. So originally I was the student athlete rep, my first year on student government. Um, and I was able to go to SAC meetings and attend those. And then, you know, like relate issues that we felt like athletes were having to the student government that you know, they bring to hire like admin. So then I was like, okay, the next year I thought, you know, I want to step this up a little bit and become one of the e-board members, which is, so I run a committee um, and I get to like speak to all the different reps to understand some of the issues that they feel like their students are having. So, I mean, it's, you know, anyone can join. So I guess like, I just like took it and run with, ran with it, you know. Another thing that you do on campus, uh, you're a resident advisor. Uh, in the dorms. Uh, how has that maybe been a little different than it normally would given the situation with the pandemic? And then just when do you find time to sleep doing all of these things? Like, how do you balance all of this? Yeah, I mean, being an RA right now looks a little different. You know, we have different policies we're having to follow, like our mask policies in the dorms, no guests. You know, I think we, we see it hitting the students hard because, you know, we're, we're right there. And even just like the amount of students we have on campus right now, I, you know, I came, I lived in Magdalene last year as an RA and I had 20 plus residents and now I'm, you know, 10, 10 residents on my school. But it also helps for me to like connect and be able to like be involved with them more, understand what they're going through right now with all of this. Um, honestly, I don't know how I find time to sleep, but you know, <laughs> I'm making it through senior year, so can't complain. <laughs> So all these different things that you do, uh, what's something about you, maybe it's a talent you have or just something you're into that people might be surprised about given, you know, that they think might think of you as Jordan, the RA or Jordan, the tennis player, or even just Jordan, the student. Um, I, I love to read. I mean, it's very hard to find time to do it, but you know, I really do enjoy a good book. And, you know, when I was, I was like, enough to go home I sat by the pool every day and read my book which is something you know you don't really get to do that often when you're so busy with classes and athletics so but I don't know if that's a surprise or not but <laughs> I, I can't say it I can't say it's a surprise that you like to read it it sort of fits with everything else so maybe who are some of your favorite authors or some of your favorite books that you read for fun as opposed to like for class um, I love a good poetry book, ironically. Um, so Ruby Carr, she's great. Um, novels, Jojo Moyes, they're all, um, there's so many, I couldn't even possibly tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel the same way, but I love to read too. I majored in history when I was here, so I always have my nose in a book. Um, let's get to the last question. This is the question we ask everybody, and 
This is the only one we give people a heads up on, but who is a person other than your parents? Um, we've discussed them already anyhow. Uh, so other than your parents, who is a person who's had a significant impact on your life and in what way have they influenced you? Um, well, obviously, you know, we said like the obvious, it would be my parents, but you know, my brother has played a huge part in my life. You know, I've, he's my twin, you know, I've literally gone through every single milestone with him. Um, you know, and he, he like moved um, colleges halfway through his, you know, he was in South Africa and then decided to make the move to Scotland. So now he lives there, you know, and I just respect him so much for like being able to uplift his whole life. And I mean, I did it too, but he did it halfway through his, you know, like studying time. So, you know, he's really thriving. So I, I look up to him a lot, even though he's a minute younger than me, but you know. It's always a big thing with twins, isn't it? The, the one that's born first, it knows it and makes sure that everybody else does too, right? Mm -hmm. He definitely knows it. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, thank you so much for coming on. This has been fantastic. A lot of fun chatting with you as always and looking forward hopefully in the spring to having uh, some tennis matches here in Springfield. Thank you so much, Seth. I really appreciate it. It's Jordan Isaac from our women's tennis team, one of our seniors, and this has been another edition of the Yellow Jacket Experience. Keep your eyes peeled for more episodes coming up right here on our YouTube page, as well as on all of our social media channels.